Welcome everybody to yet another live interview show for Become a Fearless Father. And this is another um, special day. Let's call it a special day. I think it's a special day because we have a Unicum again, something new, something we haven't done yet. We have a stepdad on and I thought that was awesome. This guy is awesome. What he's doing is amazing. And we're going to talk about all those things and more. Chat, welcome. Thanks, man, for being on. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. I appreciate that, Klaus. Um, so, <laughs> man, this is, uh, this is interesting because um, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm the perfect stepdad or anything. <laughs> I don't even think I'm, you know, I'm just getting to average, maybe. Um, so this is like a new... Like, okay, so background, um, I've been single, haven't had any kids or anything my whole life. And then I meet the love of my life and she has kids. And um, uh, she, but she didn't have custody of any of her kids for mm. the longest time. Um, and then we started getting her son over like for a weekend here and there. Um, and then it became, you know, two weeks and then it was like, maybe we, you know, let's, he liked it here and maybe we should do this like a longer term thing. And, um, um, hello. All right. So somebody's coming in the room. I don't know who that is, but it was, it was really cool. And so one second, let me make sure this and I'm really loud. So. So that's being said, it becomes a ease on in and I'm like learning to have a relationship with somebody that's kind of already semi grown. I think he's 12 or he's 12 now about to be 13. And, um, and it's somebody that I haven't raised mm -hmm. so I didn't have a, uh, I didn't have a say in the upbringing or anything of where he came from. And he came from, um, you know, he, he was living with his grandma, mm. which um, we've had our differences and uh, different things. I, I'm not going to talk about it. No, so, <laughs> yeah. And so that's a, so it's just a really interesting situation and it's learning to balance and become, um, you know, one of the things that we're big on is integrity and mm -hmm. communication. And, um, and that's a new thing for him. Um, I, I don't think anybody really took him like seriously, like he could really handle things. Mm -hmm. And I think we kind of, we hold him like he's a, like almost like an adult because he, you know, he has his things that he needs to do and he gets, well, We've switched this now to, um, so this is like coming, we want to raise him as a successful person and, and, mm -hmm. and at least give him the option of the choice of being an entrepreneur or not. I will say the kid is like a hustler and he will not take no for an answer. That's one of the things I really, really, really love about him. And I feel like that's like something that um, I, don't have to instill in him because he has that right and um i'm trying to get him to go get him to go sell door to door or something get him some candy and get him out there and start selling but um because that's 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 where you can learn so much mm -hmm. but um it's it's a really new experience trying to take somebody that didn't have the structure didn't wasn't held to their word wasn't held to doing what they needed to do, you know, um, and then putting those things in place. Mm -hmm. So um, we, we, we started with paying him for his chores, right? Mm. And we're paying him and then, you know, and then if he misses, you know, he says he's going to do something, but he doesn't, it, we pulled back and take money away and then, and then it became like he didn't care because he was getting paid and 
or he got paid on Friday and then he wouldn't care over the weekend. And it was like dealing with all these challenges through. And now we've got him like down. He's really good about doing his, his chores and really just making things happen. And, you know, he's came a long way from that. And then now we've kind of sat back and we said, okay, now how do we get him into the mindset stuff? into the personal development, into the, you know, at least empower him to make a choice if he wants to be an entrepreneur, like give him the choice of what he wants to do. And so what actually we interviewed, because we have a podcast too, it's called Influencer Profits, and we interview amazing entrepreneurs, experts, people that are really making a difference out in the world. And um, um, one of our like people that we kind of watch from, like, I guess mentored from afar, uh, Rhonda and Brian Swan, they, they have an amazing life. They, they actually, um, are nomadic and they've been nomadic for where well, they were now nomadic for like six years or so, six or seven years where they would go for three months and live in, you know, mm. Easter Islands, Costa Rica, Panama, all these different places, Thailand, uh, Bali. But then they, they found that they really love Bali. So mm -hmm. they just, they just live in Bali now. Um, and I think they've been living there three or four years, um, something like that full time. And it's such a cool thing. But one of the things they, they, they raised their daughter to be a rock star. Her, she's 11 and she's a fashion designer she is um she's a speaker international speaker she had a mind valley in in indonesia like fly her out and speak at their thing and one of the things that rhonda said when we interviewed her or we interviewed her and brian was not what do you want to be when you grow up what do you want to be now you don't need to wait to grow up like she if she they would have waited to she grow grew up to be what she wanted to be. She wouldn't be making six figures as a speaker and a fashion designer. I, I love it. Yeah. Wow. I think she just had a birthday. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's amazing to see it's not about that. So what can we empower him to do now? What can we give him and so, and taking him out of the, like, you have to be an adult to have a, 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 you know, a thing, right? There's so many entrepreneurial kids these days that, you know, they start businesses at like 13 or they are running, you know, there's like, I, I saw this like company, this kid, he's like the CEO and founder of his company and it's doing all these things at like 15 and like all this amazing stuff. And it's like, how do we, how can we empower him to at least choose? Because we don't want to really force him down a path, but how do we like give him the power to choose his path? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, man, that's a great question to ask. What do you want to be now? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm always about, because as people, we are so accustomed to when our kids come home, it's like, how was your day, right? It's such a close question, but with a question like, what do you want to be now? Or, uh, I love this question. I got this from, from Andy Stork. Uh, he said, what can you teach me today? You learned it from somebody else, but still, that's such a powerful question as well, right? And I think in the end, if we learn to ask such powerful questions to our young kids, they will benefit immensely, as you mentioned, like now, not when they're like 18 or 20 or 24. So, and I wouldn't be so humble saying that you're your average stepdad. Um, I think it's always the people that are humble and thinking like, you know, I'm average now. How can I grow and become, you know, world class? Those are the amazing fathers. Well, this isn't the normal thing. I'm usually not very humble in my other skill sets, but like I, I've seen the challenges that I've had, like even adapting to the idea of like even being that, mm -hmm. right? And like because I've always had, well, kind of back up. I'd punted personal relationships for like ten years. 
mm-hmm. into the sense of not just a relationship with a woman, not just a relationship with friends, but relationship with like anyone, like my family. I didn't have a relationship with my mom. I didn't a relationship with my sister. I didn't have a relationship with, I, I didn't have a like, um, I, I dated girls every once in a while. We would go out and they'd be shallow, whatever. But it was never anything deeper for 10 years or so. And I remember, it might have been actually longer than that. But um, I remember, um, you know, since my wife, you know, and, and going and having that connection with her and like learning to actually love someone, which is freaking weird for me because I, I didn't have that. That was just like, I didn't have... Uh, I don't know if I had that capability. I didn't know if I had any of that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in like a year of breakthroughs of like learning how to actually love someone and actually have a relationship that was on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did a personal development course called Landmark uh, Education. Um, it was life changing. It really, it, it, it allowed us to have a relationship, allowed me to re. Uh, create a relationship with my mom and recreate a relationship with my sister and even be open to the idea of having a relationship with, you know, a, a kid. Um, and like even the idea of having kids like that, that that's just very, very new. And so it's very interesting uh, of the transformation that I've had and went through. So I, I just wanted to kind of give that a shout out, but um, kind of, what was it? Where was I going with that? Um, oh, kind of. So, so now we're 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 really trying to instill these, um, you know, positive thinking and being your word. And so we had, uh, so we we had him, you know, um, his name's Caden, and his we had him reading some books, and we pay him to read some books a, a while, and then he kind of uh, gave resistance to that, and I, I authentically gave up for a while mm-hmm. and didn't want. Um, and really had to just work on, you know, him just being in his word. And I feel like he's really got that really well. And, um, and then, so now it's like the next step and where, where can we go now? And so we actually enrolled him into, um, have you ever heard of Kayla Maddox? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So Kayla Maddox has a, a, um, a personal development a course for kids and a bunch of books and all this stuff. And so, he uh we bought that for him and then we bought the upsell which was like a 97 dollar like how to basically create a successful kid so it's more for the parents Mm -hmm. and um and so we're going through uh those and it's it's really good stuff um a lot of like really heavy on the gotta be happy or gotta be like positive which we're not a huge fan on because I feel like, you know, just faking it to be positive, just to be fake it to be positive isn't really healthy. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's definitely, um, I mean, obviously you got to start somewhere. Right. And if, if, if at least he's getting the idea of like how to focus in a positive direction and how to turn that around and how to, you know, be, you know, motivated and how to have that energy, like you have to get started somewhere. Right. And so, and in the way that, um, Caleb's dad, Matt, um, did it and got him started was he would pay him to read books. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we've kind of started now, um, is we've given him, uh, we basically told him, we'll give you 10 bucks for every book that you read. And, he doesn't like to write, which I get. Um, so what we what we're doing is having him basically explain the book to his mom. Nice. Yeah, and then we'll give him extra money if he actually does a video. Oh, cool. And, and record it and re- like record the rundown of what the um, what the book because you know give him the opportunity. Like he was a streamer, you know, gaming. He, you know, he games a lot. And that's whatever, and he's learning whatever skills there. Well, there's a lot of people making a bunch of money 
streaming games and doing that stuff. And he's starting to get like a good following. And for some reason he fell off and that's fine. No big deal. I like now he doesn't want to be like on video and it's just like, you really have to just like it. There's like a flow of like, you, you, you don't want to push them in one direction or the other, but just hold them to what they like, what they say that they're going to do to you, like for you or mm-hmm. whatever their you know, that integrity. And it's really just, and then cleaning up if it doesn't work out that way. And that, that's one of the things we learned with Landmark is just so powerful. It's that mm-hmm. integrity and that being your word and, and all this stuff's just so, so important for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I actually like that because um, I've been following Caleb and Matt for a while now. And I've, I've heard them mentioned several times like, hey, I at the beginning used to pay Caleb for reading a book. And of course, he had to make like a... I don't know, a summary or book report. Yeah, book report. Thank you. So the fact that you guys are creative enough to say, look, he doesn't like to write, which honestly, I don't like to write either, right? But I love this. I love camera. And then you're saying like, look, why don't you just, you know, give a little presentation. Just talk to us, tell it to us. And if you film it, then, you know, we pay some extra. I love it. That's absolutely brilliant. I've written it down. Because it might be something that I'm going to implement later on as well. I've been thinking about getting Caleb's course because I think the kid's absolutely amazing. But my kids are still so young. They're three and five. Three and five. Three and five. Five is on its way, right? Like, mm. you got, you know, um, do the, how, a boy or a girl? They're both boys. But their main language is Spanish. So we we're heavy on teaching them English as well. Um, I, I got a whole system set up for that. However, you know, everything has its time. So I'm, I'm giving him a little bit more time. I'm waiting till he's seven. And then uh, we're going to do some, some nice stuff on the English part as well. So. <laughs> well, if, if you're speaking English and you, like at that age, it's so much easier for them to learn mm-hmm. that to really to, to you, you almost don't want to like wait until they're older because then they get like in these stuck things. Mm-hmm. If, teach it to them early if like kids that grow up and buy in which i'm sure you guys are bilingual you're, you're speaking english and uh three so yeah so they're gonna just pick up all the languages mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah they understand all three so they understand spanish dutch and english and then they speak a little bit of english also the little one and then spanish of course is going is going really well not as well as the other kids which is funny it's always discussion with the teachers but you know well, uh, we're not going to that. Look, man, you, you said something else. Like, you, you've always struggled with relationships, and then now you're married. What are some other things that you've learned that you highly recommend other um, husbands, other, yeah, husbands do to make sure that they have um, a great marriage or a working marriage or a successful marriage or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah, it's it's all about creating agreements, like mutual agreements on each side, right? So me and Holly have, um, I would say, five or six, like, really just static agreements. One is um, to be loving uh, all the time, right? And it's not – this is the thing. So, like, you're not always going to be loving, but this is the thing. And so um, – and this is just stuff that we learned from Landmark is that uh, if you break an agreement, then you just need to clean up, mm-hmm. right? Because most of your relationship issues are because of an incompletion uh, or a like some sort of, yeah, so an incompletion essentially. It's an incomplete conversation. There's one side of the conversation that, or one side of the, 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 the relationship is needed to say something and they haven't, and it's it's gone unsaid, and so now it's created this like awkwardness, and, mm-hmm. it, and it, anywhere from awkward to like complete wild like like disdain, hate, like everything. Like if you if there's somebody in your relationship that you don't talk to, that you don't have a relationship, it's most likely because you have some sort of incomplete conversation mm-hmm. with that person. Right. And it's just an unresolved thing. And so that just needs to get cleaned up. And usually it comes down to there's something that one side or really both 
is not taking responsibility for, right? So the big thing is, and, and just I'll teach you guys how to clean up real quick. And this is, I'm just giving all the credit to Landmark so I don't, they don't sue me or whatever. But it's, um, it, <laughs> it's really just comes down to taking responsibility for what your part in the breakdown is, mm -hmm. right? And it could be that you had some sort of expectations uh, that they should be some sort of way, but they weren't. Or maybe you should have communicated something and you didn't or whatever the thing was, right? Because you, you, they have these unsaid like rules like in a relationship, but they, they get broken and nobody ever fixes it, right? Mm -hmm. Or nobody ever, there's no ever uh, any resolve. And so uh, getting the, the, or taking responsibility and then getting the impacts of whatever you did um, of the other person. So what are the impacts for you that I did? You know, so Klaus, say I was late for this interview. I'd like, so Klaus, I had an agreement to be here at one Eastern time. And, uh, the impact is, is you're running late and now we're moving into your next appointment or whatever your impacts are in that. And the next thing is just getting all those impacts. And then the next thing is putting something in place that is going to keep that from happening again. Mm. So it could be like, all right, I'm going to put this in my calendar. Plus, I'm going to put a, a timer, you know, to give me a notification, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, 24 hours ahead of time. So I don't forget your interview. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that would be just a, a way of cleaning up that situation. Um, so so that just now that I feel that. I, OK, so now you have these agreements. So our agreements is to be loving. And so if one of us is not loving, which constantly getting broken but it just happens and we just clean it up and we get the impacts of the other person of not being loving um communication so if something happens and we like and so having an agreement to communicate like everything right and so it's like you know we have a conversation about our because we have a business we help people that are impact driven entrepreneurs uh I, um coaches people that are looking to launch their programs, their courses, their coaching, that type of stuff, um, and, and attract those clients. So if, we, if I talk to a client and I agreed to a meeting, but I didn't communicate with her or put it in the calendar or whatever, that's a breakdown in our communication and that needs to get cleaned up, mm -hmm. right? If I, you know, <clears throat> I agree that I'm gonna go to the gym, my friend asked me to go to the gym, at, four on Thursday and I either, you know, put that in the calendar, communicate that with her, then that's communicated. Like over communication is so important in a relationship because it just creates, uh, it doesn't create any unknowns. Everything is out in the open. You're not hiding in these two different lives. You have a fluid relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so communication, what's the other one? Oh, um, loving honoring. So honoring is a different one is like really just honoring the other person and being, um, you know, honoring. So that's another one. What's another one is, um, not to make each other wrong. So, um, so basically if, if you did something and I'm just belittling you for doing that thing or being that way, that's not, it's making you wrong and it's also not being loving and probably not honoring too. So it's like kind of hits them all. But like, like basically we work under in an agreement that um, we are who we are and obviously there's breakdowns and things that happen and that we really ultimately need to accept the other person for what they're going through. And mm -hmm. then we can help them kind of have that breakthrough through that challenges, the, the, the challenges that, that the other person's happening, but it, it's really on, it's up to them to look at that thing, mm -hmm. right? And so how do we go, navigate that with being loving and honoring and all that? Mm -hmm. and that's just an, it's a constant, um, uh, what's those, um, um, like those things that you walk across in the, the circus and you're not falling tightrope yeah. of so there's a constant tightrope and you're constantly balancing these things but it's like it just really works when it can all be and obviously you 
putting all these things in place into a marriage and just like it, it would be freaking chaos or like you just pick pick your agreements what the agreements are and just work through them um as you can mm-hmm. yep i like that i like that especially because that way you have something to fall back on Plus, you know, if you did, you know exactly like, okay, yeah, I was in the wrong this time or you know how to, as you mentioned, how to clean it up, which is yeah. great. What's one of the ways you clean something up? Like, is that just communication or can that be a, a gift or taking her out to dinner? How, how does that, how does that work? It's really just that formula of ex, um, uh, acknowledging that it mm-hmm. was your, your, um, you have uh, your responsibility. So you, you have a responsibility in this. What is the impact for you and what are we putting place so it doesn't happen again? Mm. Oh, a- another thing is, and this is another thing that a lot of people don't realize is if somebody is constantly bringing something up from the past, mm-hmm. it's because there's an incompletion in the origination of that time. And so you might think somebody's nagging constantly about this one thing because they keep on bringing it up, keep on bringing it up. But the thing is, is they're just not complete on that conversation. So mm-hmm. there's some sort of conversation whenever that originated, because there'll be like always an originating moment for that conversation. So if you, so if she says like, if she's always living in the, the thing of your, always being sneaky or you're like, why are you doing this or that? But you're not like, there's no reality to actually base in that. It's she's living in a conversation in a story of something that happened a long time ago. That's never been complete. Complete. Yeah. All right. So how would you go about solving that? Because that, that's something great that you mentioned um because you just mentioned like you're on a journey of change right and what i've noticed a lot is that a lot of people then still see you as who you were six months ago or a year ago not knowing that i can look at myself but i can look at you the last six months i mean i wasn't the same person hex three months ago i'm going so fast right so yeah i'm really interested in knowing then like how, how how what's the best way for me then to communicate in such a way that that gets resolved and you so what happens is you have to go back to the originating moment the originating mm-hmm. conversation the fight that never got resolved back then right there was some sort of fight there's some sort of breakdown back whenever that originating moment so you what you have to do is you have to ask her or him or whatever when was the first time that you remember like that, like feeling of me being or whatever you're bringing up, right? Whatever they keep bringing up. Mm -hmm. Like when was that first time? And so what you gotta do is you gotta go back to that conversation and then accept responsibility for your part in whatever happened in that conversation that that caused her or him or whatever to live in this constant conversation for the last whatever. And then get all the impacts and then put something in place so that never happens again. Mm Mm-hmm. Get it. I'm writing, people. I keep forgetting to say, but I'm writing. I'll I'll take some notes on this. Uh, Impact and then um, in place. All right. That makes sense. So yeah, if, if you get that down, if you get that whole system down as you have, if you can call it a system at a certain point, I mean, you turn that into a habit, right? That's nice. You see, I like systems and habits. They help me out a lot and <laughs> they make me move forward really fast. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, so I'm always interested, man, because, um, my coach was saying like any person that that's in a relationship, they must set up a date night. Right. Yeah. And I, I'm wondering what's your philosophy on that and what are some, um, yeah. What's your philosophy on, on date night? 
Yeah, so we used to have a date day or date day and date night. Um, now we do date just date night, um, and then kind of every night before bed we usually watch like a show and just kind of mm -hmm. cuddle. So, but on Fridays we spend you know the whole night together, and a lot of times we'll go out to eat or we'll go to the movies. We we went and saw. Um, uh, end game, which was awesome. Don't talk um, about it. I, I won't <laughs> get, get, get your tissues ready. And I don't know how you avoided spoilers. Like that's just ridiculous. You need to get to go, go see it. Um, but yeah, so the, two weeks ago we, we went and did that last week. We went to a restaurant and grabbed a hamburger and just hung out. And then we came back and we watched a few shows and just kind of cuddled. So, it's yeah it's so important to just just be in the because especially because me and my wife they we work together right and mm -hmm. so we're 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 like not only do we have all the challenges of like you know relationship stuff but we have the challenges of business stuff too and and getting through that and and cleaning up and all the things of like you know and how do you be Really, and this is one of the things we both have is uh, been a challenge that I feel like we've had major breakthroughs recently is, is like, how do you be really, really focused in your business and what you're out to achieve and still be loving in the process? Mm -hmm. And that's been a challenge, really challenge for me because I just like, when I'm focused, I'm like pushing people out of the way. I'm like, get yeah. out of the way. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm on the way, like, right. I'm on the way to go do this. And so that's been a huge challenge uh, for us. And then I believe we're really kind of on the other side of that. So um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So day night is so important. We used to do where she'd come to the gym and we kind of chill in a hot tub is, you know, we work for ourselves. So on <clears throat> Wednesdays she'd come and then, um, you know, I would do um, my friend would show up and we would do fight club. We'd bring boxing clubs and, um, and hit each other for a while and then go sit in the hot tub together and just hang out. But um, she didn't really enjoy the gym. So we're, we're kind of looking at we pretty much every night we do something, listen to an episode or watch an episode. We do, we also do personal development together. We're going to through an NLP certification. Um, we bought uh, some marketing courses and stuff that we are looking to go kind of go to the next level with our business. And so we do that together. And then um, when we do trips, we do personal development while we're on, um, you know, doing that. So. Mm -hmm. Nice, man. Great. I enjoy that very much. I appreciate it. So just a quick message in between for all my American friends, us in Europe do not get to see Endgame or any other show as fast as you guys do. So stop sending messages and anything else about the show because I'm waiting for it to come out in English so I can watch it. See, the problem is it came out here in Spain, but it's in Spanish and it's dubbed. And there's nothing worse watching a movie of um, your favorite heroes and then hearing them speak in a Spanish voice that's not even theirs. It's horrible. So thank you for not speaking. Spoiling anything, I appreciate it. And that's how I don't know anything yet because I can completely close myself off. I got my own strategies for that as well. <laughs> same, same with the Game of Thrones, by the way. So <laughs> we're big fans of that as well. Man, I appreciate you sharing this. So one of my questions, and you already shared about that, is like, how, how is it like to have a business with your wife, right? Because I, I know that there's a lot that have tried it and failed. And then I've also seen some that are really flourishing. Uh, you guys, for example, seem to really have it down and you just explained how you guys do that. So that's fantastic. I really Actually, kind of a little bit more. One of the things you have to do is get really focused on what your part, like what your um, roles are in the business, mm -hmm. right? What's your genius zone? What's your, so my skill set is sales, uh, marketing strategy, the, the mm -hmm. process to bring people through a process to get them to want to buy something. Um, and, um, you know, that sales process, uh, positioning, um, how to have the, like, really powerful confidence 
so that you can, um, you know, just go crush your business. Believe like that, really that belief in yourself and that transformation there. Um, because we do a combination of like co um, of marketing strategy, tactic training, and then the transformation mindset stuff. Mm -hmm. And then Holly, Holly's skill set is, um, you know, putting together courses, um, really believing in like blowing, like breathing life into people, really, um, helping them really believe in themselves in a kind of a different way than I do it. Uh, and then like we use about four or five different modalities for, um, for like getting shit out of people's way. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they can swear on here, but, um, I apologize if I can't. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so it's like, those are the things. And then like putting the courses together, branding, um, the like psychology of sales, like she's really, really good at that stuff. And then she can do all the back end stuff. Um, she doesn't love it, but, um, but because she, and she, she's, if you listen to her videos are just amazing and mm -hmm. she's just super, super engaging and really powerful out there. That's, really where she shines and somehow she can do that front end stuff and then also do all the back end stuff too, which, um, as we grow, we'll start hiring that we're, we're starting to fill that out and, and, and mm -hmm. build team to take care of that stuff. And so we, she can really just shine and be out there. Yeah. For shining, she does. I saw some videos, man. She's got some nice energy on the, on the screen. So, Sounds like you got you find yourself uh, an amazing business partner there. Great man, congrats! I love it. Um, so tell me, you were just saying like one of your strengths is sales marketing strategy. What I'm always interested in because, uh, as I mentioned to people, for me, become a fearless father is all about being a dadpreneur and you know having the freedom to decide when you work and when you don't, uh, so you can spend this maximum time with your kids, right? So. One one of the questions that I've written down is what what is your strategy in regards to like you know how do you get your audience and how do you then work them through to become an engaged follower and then turn them into uh, um, to a client? Yeah, so we have something called the F yeah funnel, and essentially um, the F yeah funnel is speaking to people in three different messagings where you have your cold brand new, they have no clue who you are. Um, and that is essentially solving a problem that they know they have, right? The challenge is, is most people are trying to convert and to a sale, like get somebody to buy right now that they're not ready to buy. They're, they're, they're not, they don't even know who the hell you are. They have no clue if you can actually help them. You haven't done anything for them, but you're, they're trying to convert you. And, and then their marketing message is only join my coaching. Right. And it's just terrible. Right. And so you have to start down the road of like, you know, maybe 60, 90 days of like, how do you solve a problem for somebody that they know they have and then bring them through because, and, and then uncover in the process that they have a deeper problem that they don't even know they have yet. And that you have the solution for that problem. And then that's the warm messaging and the warm um, funnel that's really going to really overcome all their objections. And so we, we have something essentially called the F yeah funnel where essentially when they finally get on the phone with you or, or get a sales page or whatever that they're just like, yes, I'm, I'm in, I'm ready to buy. Boom, let's do this. And, um, and so the warm funnel just really overcomes all the objections. It, uh, really shows them that they have a deeper problem. They don't even realize they have, and, and it overcomes all the objections that they have to working with you and really buying and all that stuff. And then you have the hot funnel, which basically is like a credibility machine. It makes you look like a boss. It uh, shows off all the success that your clients have had. It shows off like all of this stuff, right? And mm -hmm. then you have that in place where then they can go book a call and, um, and then that sets up the positioning of you as a boss. And, um, and then when they get on the phone, they're like, holy, like, I finally are on the phone with this guy 
or gal, you know, like that they're just so, so excited to be there with like, wow, I've gone through this journey to finally get on the phone with you. And I'm just so excited. So mm-hmm. I finally get to meet you. And, um, and then they're like, they're basically have no questions really besides like, when can we get started? That's the, um, ideal outcome of the FEF funnel. Mm-hmm. Sounds good, man. I appreciate, appreciate you sharing that. Now within your business, I saw on your, uh, on your profile, what you guys do is you help entrepreneurs as well to launch a course in five days, right? So can you share a little bit about this course? I think that's pretty interesting for struggling entrepreneurs that are still trying to figure out, you know, how to do this and are very afraid, right? But most of us are very afraid because we think we need to have all kinds of technical knowledge as well, etc. Yeah. So one of the things that people have a breakdown in is they try to make things, everything perfect before they even launch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I tell the story. I had a client, we had a client pay us a bunch of money to help him get started with this course. And um, so what we did was we walked him through who is your perfect person. Um, all right. Now, um, what do you really want to do and speak? And, and, and uh, like, you, what do you want in the course? And we helped him really kind of put that together. Then how can you go get the messaging, the right messaging that's going to sell this course and, you know, and, and be able to find out all of their, your, your perfect people's problems and all that stuff. So then you can use that in your marketing. So mm-hmm. then when you get, they, they see the sales video or the webinar or whatever, they're like, holy crap, he really knows me. And so um, and there's a whole process that we teach in, in doing that, <clears throat> that, you know, we, like I said, we have a, or like you said, the launch the course in five day challenge, which we're, we want to start charging for, it's actually currently free. There's a couple of things that are, are for sale in, in the funnel, but um, right now it's actually free. We want to actually start like charging um, for it and create a, like a, a value ladder funnel from that. Mm-hmm. But uh, as for right now, it's right. It's free. So, um, but anyway, so, where was I going with that? Oh, so, and, and then, and then we worked on his value ladder and what so he could sell and blah, blah, blah. And then we were like, do you want our help to launch this into the world? And he's like, um, no, I think I, I think I got it and I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out myself. And one of the things we told him was you don't necessarily need to record your web. You don't have to record your course right now go sell your course, get some sales and then do it with them. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing that people um, have the misconception that people have with launching their course. You do not need to record your course and things don't have to be all perfect before because no, literally like there's so many people out there that tell me I spent three months, six months, a year, whatever, launching or uh, putting together my course and recording all the modules and all this stuff. And then they go to record it or go to sell it and nobody wants to buy it. Mm -hmm. You're not even, you're not like you're, what you're doing in the course isn't what they want. And the only way you really know is really putting it out there and selling it. And so eight months later, after we had this after he paid us and the whole deal um i got on and he's like yeah i'm finally ready to launch or no he he said hey would you check out my funnel i i'm i got the course done i'm about to start selling this whole thing and it was terrible it was so terrible and i'm like i'm like dude it's so bad (laughs) like it's so bad like do you want like let's jump on the thing and we can see if we can figure something out to help you. He's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go run Facebook ads out at it and see. So I hit him up like two hours or two, two months later after that, or a month later, I was like, how's it going? He's like, Oh, I haven't really got enough data yet. I'm like, well, have you made any sales? No. How's the leads? I'm like, I bet it's going to convert. I told him this, like, I'm like, I bet the opt-in is going to be okay, but you're, nobody's going to buy this because there was like, it was like a weird, value ladder in the funnel and mm-hmm. um he was going straight to a 297 dollar offer or something like that mm-hmm. that's bad um because like unless you're selling on a webinar <clears throat> like if you're going to have a and then it dropped down to a 49 dollar product 
and that didn't make any sense, right? Mm -hmm. you, if you want to start in a value ladder funnel like that, you want to start low and then work your way up. Um, but um, but he didn't listen anyway. So he still isn't at any sales, and he's still struggling, and he's just not willing to listen to anybody's help. And so, um, but yeah, that's the process that we teach in the launcher course and five day challenge. It's 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 really for people that ideal situation are some sort of expert. They have some sort of skill set. They're making things happen, maybe in a consulting, coaching manner. Mm -hmm. Best case is if they're doing like our best client is somebody that's really rocking it like offline or and and really just need help structuring their sales process and mm. putting together their course and because that's what we recommend is to put together a course as your foundation because you you don't want to be in coaching isn't coaching is not teaching i had a, I had a, um, a mentor his events were freaking transformational right transformational events had the huge breakthroughs sign up for his coaching and it was terrible mm. it showed up on a, a conference line every week and all he did was like just blabber on about like what he wanted to talk about with no like there's no like um a process there was no like uh, instant um like uh like adding up it wasn't like adding up to anything it wasn't creating like any sort of anything and like maybe five ten minutes of us like asking us like what we got going on and that was about it mm. and that's not coaching that's not mentorship that's like like almost like you do a free conference line thing back in like the early 2000s before people had like video calls i don't even know <clears throat> but um but yeah, and so what we do is we teach people to have a course as their foundation, and then you coach around the course. Mm. So they do all the learning in the course, and then and then they have the um, they do the coaching around it, and and then you get out of the and you get into the group model where you have multiple people. So you know we charge multiple four figures for our coaching. And, but it's a group model. So I can sell 10 or 20 of those and, you know, do 40, 50, 100K in a month. And it's not creating more time for me, mm -hmm. right? It creates leverage and it creates more possibility for us and it creates more power in our business. Exactly. Wow, sounds like a great system. <laughs> And, and yeah, I absolutely agree in regards to the coaching. Um, as you might know, as, as most of you that follow me, I just recently started my coaching. And I, I actually don't get to say much. <laughs> I just ask questions and make sure that they, they find it out. Um, and as you've noticed probably now as a, a dadpreneur, um, as I called it in the title, step dadpreneur, um, you know, the biggest challenge that we start getting is time management. And uh, I love working with my clients on that. I mean, I love, I mean, and I keep saying, man, I have one client, I think in a month, he's not going to be my client anymore. He's grown so fast. He's going to outgrow me. And that's in the end, you know, I'm sure that's your goal as well. That's, that's what you're here for. Right? And that was one of the questions I wanted to ask you as well, because I know you're in the same circle in regards to people that we know and how we work. Um, and we hear it more and more often, right? Grinding, hustling, uh, impact over money or money over impact. So I'm just wondering, man, what, what's your vision when it comes to, or what's your philosophy, your thoughts on impact versus money? You know, it's interesting. Um, huh. Actually, this is a good one. Um, okay, so I, we ha I had a client, uh, a client that worked with us um, for a little bit. She wasn't able to do our full pro program because she didn't have the cash flow mm -hmm. at the time last year. And, uh, but she got our kind of like introductory, um, thing and just through our sales process, learned so much with the confidence and overcoming things mm -hmm. inside of her. So she was a health coach and she helped salespeople and, uh, uh executives and overcome like anxiety and depression and mm -hmm. stress and all that stuff through exercise and health and all that. Anyway, so she had a client actually in Spain 
offer her a hundred thousand dollars or like was I don't know if she was pitching him a hundred thousand dollar program I'm guessing for the year or something and there'd be some like one-on-one -on -one where she'd he'd fly to her or whatever and um and he was about to like offer or give her a hundred thousand dollars but then she added or he added this he said I I'm so lonely can we have can there be part of a kind of a relationship thing in our deal where we talk like that and she like disqualified him mm -hmm. it's like i'm out like that's sorry no that that, that i'm not going to do that she passed away a hundred thousand dollars deal like when eight months ago she couldn't even afford our coaching mm -hmm. And what I find is people that will take money over like impact that it's, they're essentially what that deal would be. It's like they're a hooker, mm -hmm. right? Like essentially if you're doing things that you don't feel good about for money, you're a prostitute. Yeah. I'm not sure if, Every prostitute is going to agree with you, but <laughs> I understand what you're saying. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's like a percentage <laughs> of prostitutes that just really love their job, but I'm guessing that there's not, most of them are not doing it because they love it. Mm. No, no, I understand the reference. I'm just kidding with you. No, that's a great reference and, and a good story. Absolutely. And it's all a question of, you know, but that, that's also impact plus also values, right? What are your values and how far are you willing to go? And we always used to, when I was in sales, my boss always used to say, like, how far do you want to drop your pants for your customer, right? And uh, we always agreed that we would keep the pants on. So I absolutely understand where you're coming from. Um, see, I love stories, man. I absolutely enjoy it. Let me check real quick. See, we're running close to time. So I appreciate that. Um, I had another question. Where is it? Oh, yeah, there it is. So this is one of the things that I think everybody's struggling with, right? Especially with Facebook. And now Facebook is, you know, becoming, it's very important, but at the same time, it's very addictive, right? So you get lost. And you just mentioned earlier as well, that, you know, when you're focused, you're focused and everything goes away. And sometimes we just have to do things on Facebook and you just get drawn away from your focus, right? So I'm just wondering what's, how do you go about using social media, which is important, right? It's beneficial without it turning into the trap, without it turning into um, a negative, right? Yeah, totally. I get it. Um, so it becomes a, um, what is your agenda? What is your SOP? What, is, what are you achieving now? Right. What are you, what are you out to accomplish at this moment right now? Mm -hmm. And, and this is the thing is you have to have like when you're on there, because my, so one of our biggest things is, and I think this is how, how did you find, how, how did you find, uh, how do we get connected? Um, because of uh, mutual friends that all are using ClickFunnels. Got it. So I post in, um, uh, in groups, one of my lead gen strategies, I'll just straight up say it, is like I go and post in groups about our podcast because we have our podcast and I'm looking for experts that, um, that want to be interviewed on our podcast. And yes, do I need amazing people to be on our podcast to be interviewed. And sometimes people aren't, they're not quite ready. They're not making them like, because our, our, our podcast is called Influencer Profits. Right, mm -hmm. and we're very integrous with the profit side, and it really helps if they're influencer expert type person that are making a big impact out there. Mm -hmm. And so, some of those people aren't quite ready to be on our podcast to be interviewed. And so now that I could, I have an opportunity to turn that into a lead through our pro sales process. And so I'm essentially in, and then even the people that are 
making a difference, that are making money. They don't have their sales processes down. They want to go to that next level. They want to have a something that yeah, funnel influencer in their business. They want a course. We just interviewed an um, amazing couple. Um, they're firewalker facilitators, speakers, and trainers. And they're mostly offline, and they're just crushing it um, and doing really, really well and awesome, uh, awesome people. And they, we interviewed them on the podcast, and it's funny. The wife said it. She goes, because she loves sales processes too, and she's like, you have an amazing – your funnel is awesome because you're giving us value by giving us exposure on your podcast, but we're your perfect client because I told mm -hmm. her, I was like – and, and so now you're giving us a bunch of value and then you're talking about what you guys do and the successes you've had with different clients and whatever. And then now you're attracting, um, now, you, now, now we're interested in possibly working with you guys and mm -hmm. how can we do something together? And I'm like, I'm glad you caught on to my plan. Yeah. And so it, it's, it works out really brilliant in the sense of like some of the people are not ready and they're, they, they're good for clients. Some of them are good to be on our podcast and it could be clients. Some of them, you know, they have their own sales process. They're already good to go. Mm -hmm. And we still interview them too, because they're awesome. And, um, and we love good interviews. So, mm -hmm. um, to answer that is, it's just, you have to be really focused on. So I spend a lot of time in groups. Mm -hmm. So, but my intention is to be in that group, and engage with those people at that time and not get caught up in my newsfeed. Don't get caught up in like what's going on in Game of Thrones or what's going on with the Avengers in that group over there. And like, and, and every time I find myself getting veered off, I have to course correct and bring myself back to Sometimes I walk away, go grab some water, use the restroom, whatever, then come back and get reset. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's great advice. There's actually a really good um, uh, Google Chrome extension that you can get. It's called, um, what the hell is it called? I forget what it's actually called, but just look at um, like a newsfeed killer, newsfeed killer. That's what it's called. It's called newsfeed kill killer, excuse me. And what it does is it, it completely just gets rid of your newsfeed. So when you go to your Facebook thing, it doesn't, nothing shows up. Nice. And there's a and there's another one if you're into Facebook ads and you're like looking at Facebook ads and you're just like a nerd in that way. There's mm -hmm. one that you can get all ads and that's all you get is Facebook ads. Nice. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Facebook ads, that's all we can learn from to, uh, to build our own Facebook ads, right? To see which ones are, are working really well. Exactly. One for only Facebook ads. Awesome. Great chat. Look, man. It's been an hour already. I really appreciate all of you shared. I've learned tons and um, I still got tons of questions. So I'm sure the people that are watching this or listening to the recording, watching the recording, have more questions as well. How can they stay in contact with you? How can they ask some questions? How can they follow you? Yeah, so if you're watching on Facebook, I think I'm tagged in this post, so you can just uh, friend request me, send me a message because I don't accept friend requests really, unless you're like my perfect, I'll look at your profile. And if you don't look like my perfect client, I don't accept you. Um, so send me a message. If you're, if, just send me a message. It's going to be the easiest way. Um, but if you really want to learn how to attract your perfect client to cr create the F yeah funnel, to be able to overcome these objections, you can go to chadandholly.com and grab our book. Um, and then, it, actually, if you go to my profile, you can go to the, the, the thing and get the launcher course and five-day um, challenge, too. So. Exactly. Awesome. I'll make sure that the uh, links get shared in the replay as well for everybody. Um, Chad, again, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Your openness um, um, is, is very great to learn from. And your humility as well. I love the way you started it. So I think that's great. I think that shows true greatness. And um, there is no limit. And once you think like that, there's no limit for, for your growth. So I wish you the best of luck with all your projects. And as a stepdad, of course, uh, everybody else has been on for an hour with us. Thank you. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed it and got just as much value out of this as I did. 
and we will see each other pretty soon. I got some amazing other guests coming on very, very soon that I am not going to say yet who they are. <laughs> All right, people. Thank you. And I'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Are you still meeting up with your friends now that you're a father? Kids making you stress out. You got no time for yourself to work out, read, or relax. Can you still remember the time you were hanging out with your friends, feeling energetic, happy, and confident? Spending time together and talking about your life and your crazy dreams. You're feeling alone now, don't you? No one to share your challenges with, and you're just running around from one storm into the next. Well, it's time to change this now. Join me and the Brotherhood of Fearless Fathers to speak on a weekly basis with like-minded dads to crush your challenges, face your fears with determination, be held accountable and regain control of your life. If you want to become the hero your family needs you to be, then go to becomeafearlessfather.com brotherhood. Looking forward to seeing you on one of our next calls.